the college football experience, big 12 season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. get started today. And you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time and chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment. Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win a million dollars. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. This is Jerry Glanville, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-ee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. Big 12 college football season preview. My name is Kobe swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, buddy, I'm supposed to cue you some fucking music. Let's just let's just get to that. Let me just cue you. Get my blood rocking, and oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know if we can play this music for the Big Twelve. We should be playing like a symphony, something much <laughs> uh, less defensive. <laughs> It's oriented. changing them, and we've seen this. That's true. Yeah, it's that's changing true. some. Getting a little defense in there. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily the strong. I would point actually make the make make the case that the SEC is now the the old Big Twelve. Okay, I would say they're about equal in my mind. You know, I mean, I would still actually say the SEC is a more defensive conference just because they have so much history that it's hard to forget. Ole Miss was number one <laughs> offense and dead uh, last defense. And and by the way, Hypel. Added to the mix, Leach. Oh, they're definitely going Heiple, in that direction. Leach, uh, whatever that LSU offense was, they were in shootouts every week. Missouri was in shootouts. Yeah. The really the only team hanging on. To, there's two teams hanging on to the SEC identity: Georgia Bulldogs and the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky <laughs> throwing for 120 yards a game, right? So you better praise them. Kendall Bryles now at uh, you know at, at Arkansas, dude. There's there, the days of. The ground and pound and the days of real football are done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Big Twelve, we got uh, Matt Wells coming into uh, Texas Tech, what had traditionally been a an absolute. He's going to get fired this year, I think. Run and shoot yeah. fest for what? How many years? Twenty years since? There? Yeah, twenty years. I would say twenty years since since two thousand when Leach came in. Yeah. Um. 
and uh, yeah, because it was Leach and then Kingsbury. So yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're starting to play some defense, and the folks in trying Lubbock to trying like to it. yeah, they don't like it. And then you have they didn't like the hire from the start, but then uh, you know Leopold now at Kansas, Kleiman at K State. Those are run heavy teams. Yeah, right. Um, now you still have Lincoln Riley, who is a a, a Leach uh, you yeah. know, disciple. He's uh he's air raid. Through Gandhi through. throws the thing all over the fucking what, field. Who did Randa bring in as the OC over there? Uh, Randa had Fedora, but he got fired. Okay. So I don't know who the new I forget who the new OC is. Yeah. At Baylor, um, but Randa defensive minded coach once again back ties to Mike Leach though. Uh, <laughs> so wouldn't surprise me if they end up throwing the throwing the laser around. Um, but you you look Gary Patterson. I guess he kind of throws it some, but Max Duggan runs a lot. He got a five star running back. Maybe they're going to be a more run heavy team. Well, they're not. They're Iowa not, State runs. Yeah, they're not. A, they're balanced. Yeah, they're I very balanced. I would say balanced. TCU and Iowa State both strike me as balanced yeah. attacks. Um. Then who else are we forgetting here? West Virginia, Neil Brown. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Kind it's of good a good defense, ground and pound guy. It, it's easy, Patty. See, it's. I don't know about you, but it's easy to see a tide turn. It's easy to see a tide turn. It is now. Jeff Grimes is Baylor's offensive coordinator, coming from Auburn. Uh, mm. load up the gimmicks. <laughs> load up the gimmicks. If you check that. Check that. He for some reason, uh, I see him in an Auburn shirt here. It looks like he was coming from BYU. Oh, so they were a physical football team. Yeah, I mean, they, they passed some, but maybe I'm saying they Baylor's going to start pounding team. the rock here. Uh, look, before I dive into this Big Twelve episode, we're going to go back in 2012. So. Been a while. Oh, so there was no gimmicks back, probably back then. But uh, hold on, before we dive into these, we're gonna go team by team in the Big Twelve. Talk about expectations and what do we think. But before I do, we got news. What do we got? We got some college football scheduling Ooh. news to break. I mean, uh, opening. Well, we have week zero, where we will be in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl for Hawaii UCLA. But earlier that morning, we have Nebraska Illinois. I'm like five or six other games, including FCS, but week one, Patty C they moved the Boise state UCF game to Thursday. <laughs> that was a Saturday game yes. previously. And I think this is just, and they moved the bunch for Friday. Now I just got to hit. So Wednesday we have Jacksonville state UAB fun yep. little solo game Thursday. Now Boise state at UCF. Okay, that's a beautiful one. Ohio State. Look, we we already know Ohio State Minnesota was there, so now you, this is the slate. I think Ohio State Minnesota has upset potential. Yeah, I think it's a great spot to catch them. Yep. Um, East Carolina, App State, and Charlotte, Jerry Richardson Stadium, oh, yeah. if they still call it that. Right. <laughs> Temple Rutgers gets moved to Thursday. I love that. I love it too. Yeah, I love it too. So I feel like those programs are actually probably right on each other's level, and. If since both of them are lacking a rival, it, it makes sense for them. You know, Philly yeah. and Jersey, they they should be fighting each other. Other Thursday game: South Florida, Jeff Scott, year two in Tampa, heads to NC State. Could that be dangerous? Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one though? I mean, look, these a lot of these weren't moved, but some of these were moved. Um, Eastern Washington at UNLV Thursday night. I'm going to call for uh, an upset, upset an FCS special upset. Boom. Eric Barrier coming into uh, the death star. They're going to get the dub. 
They're going to get the UNLV's dub. first uh, did they play the last year? No, they did. I think at the Death Star, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I they think they did. Have, yeah. yeah. Um, how about this though? On the FCS ranks, you got our guy Stone Labanowitz, Southern Illinois at Southeast Missouri, top twenty-five FCS matchup Thursday night. Patty C. Boom. Then you have reigning national champion Sam Houston State at Northern Arizona. They'll probably kill him, but I think it'll be close. Yeah. Northern Arizona was solid last year. The Lums, uh, the Lumbies, and and then I mean they moved Bowling Green, Tennessee to Thursday. That's going to be a shit fest. Yeah. Tennessee will destroy them. Uh, yeah, definitely. You don't have to rattle off every game on the schedule. I'm just saying they move these things. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, the Citadel at Coastal Carolina is now Thursday. That's somewhat fun because you got triple option against Semi Coastal intrigue. Carolina. Yeah. But really, I mean, I guess the, the Thursday games I really want to hit on was Boise State, Boise, UCF. UCF. Yeah. I, so now at the studio, I can already envision the TV, ECU, App State on the main. Boise State, UCF on the next. Ohio State, Minnesota kicks off later, and then Temple, Rutgers on the on the third, and then I got the the you know the quad box going with I could throw Stone Labanowitz against Southeast Missouri and Sam Houston State. You're not gonna miss a minute. Oh fuck, I can't wait, bro. UC Davis, you said Dan your Hawkins, goal was Tulsa. To watch every moment of college football for the entire season. I'm watching every game. <laughs> All right. Then look Friday, which we knew we had. It was looking kind of weak earlier in like when we did our our uh, season preview or whatever of week by week. We didn't know that we'd have North Carolina, Virginia tech on Friday. That came like a week after, but it was yeah. looking like originally we were looking at old dominion, wake forest, which is kind of fun. Uh, St. Francis, Eastern Michigan and Northern Colorado, Colorado, Ed McCaffrey making his coaching debut with the bears yeah. against bullet. But that, that's pretty shitty, right? Yeah. Not now, a spectacular. Slate now there. they've added in. So North Carolina at Virginia tech, six uh, o'clock kick. Obviously a good one. Yeah. And Michigan state at Northwestern. That's a very good one. And South Dakota state at Colorado state. There Can you I go. call for another FCS upset special? There you go. And Duke at Charlotte. All right. <laughs> Don't sleep on my guy. Will Healy, South Dakota at Kansas. Lance Leopold making Yet another all of a sudden Friday's got fucking eight games, dude. I'm loaded up. I'm ready to go. Hey, they're doing a good job spreading it around. I see some of the coaches out there complaining about oh, fuck how them. much of the schedule have they, uh, <laughs> have they moved around at this point? The first half of it, I'm guessing they moved around a bunch, but yeah, they, Hey, and I, and I'm still, I am still not understanding why they don't try to do more. Right? So the coaches can complain all they want to me. I, if it was up to me, yeah. Like to me, the FCS or some of these, like to me, if you're in the Sun Belt, if you're in the, uh, the conference USA, you should be doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday games every week. Every time you come off a buy, you should do a yeah. Wednesday. Or Thursday you, there's game. a way you could structure it where every team I'm conference USA has like 14 teams, right? You could structure it where that all 14 weeks or, you know, 12 of the 14 weeks, yeah. you could have a Wednesday, Thursday, dud for a game or two, you yeah. know, coming off a buy. So you basically get two, two weeks of uh, two long weeks at that point, guys, sports is being changed nonstop. The gambling world, this would be a hit. Yeah. All right. This would be a hit. You could put a perfect example would be like JMU Weber state FCS. I think week three, right? Yeah. Move that shit to a Thursday, put that on Fox sports. One, put that on ESPN. U. it's going to get solid ratings. As long as we can gamble on it, yeah. Um, but also, a, a bunch of these other. Okay, look, like week two, I have the schedule in front of me. Let me just go down the ranks here. Georgia Southern at Florida Atlantic, both 
really kind of been week two. We're doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just know. randomly throwing out a game week two. Okay. Georgia Southern at Florida Atlantic, both teams, decent programs. Florida Atlantic's made a bowl. I feel like past three or four years, yeah. Georgia Southern has been a solid program for like 30 years. Yeah. That one put that, that one, on no a one fucking will, Wednesday. Yeah. No one will watch that on a Saturday, put it on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Yeah. Or a Friday, really any of them. Tuesday. Why is the any Mac fucking night? The yeah. only conference that embraces this. Well, the Sun Belt starts to. They've started to do this. Yeah. But there should still be more activity on this. There should still be a lot more activity. VMI plays at Kent State. That's an FCS at a Mac school. Put that on fucking. Put, like what? Why? What am I missing? Petty well, C? you know what? I think about it, and I think about you know. The Friday after Thanksgiving, you see coaches complain about it because you don't get that Saturday atmosphere. And if you're oh, hosting games, the fuck up. sometimes so Thursday night, you put games, it on national TV. You're going to get more the, of an atmosphere. Yes. Dude. Yeah. The lane stadium on Thursday nights was legendary because yes. it, it, you know, had a national spotlight every week. I don't get it. I don't, I, I honestly, and I think they need to start thinking because the TV money will bring in more, you know, people are going to find out. What did I just say? VMI against now. I know that's Virginia military Institute, but I'm saying you can take another one on, on here. Let's say, uh, you know, t- shit, Jackson state, Tennessee state FCS week yeah. two, Eddie George against Deion Sanders. How the fuck are they not thinking outside the box? That's star talent right there. Both bring it, bring in a following probably of their own. Well, they certainly are as a whole, the week one here, but you're talking about the, the programs themselves. Why aren't they going after it? Yeah, I'm saying like they, 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 I'm I'm surprised the networks aren't even trying to grab that. Why, if you have are ESPN on a Wednesday night in the middle of September, this is probably what September 12th or something. Yeah. What are people watching? Yes, some MLB playoffs, but that you don't have that contract deal. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying, why? Even if you're fucking TNT, there's no NBA then. Anything. Yeah. All it has to be is Give one them, really good yes. game a week on that. You should, but well, we should. We should have Wednesday, Thursday, but, Friday, but, Saturday. But but no, it should be one as far as like what what we like. But I'm saying like, I don't understand why there's not five because I think it's your, your opportunity to make your name more known. Yeah, it's easier to recruit when you say, "Hey, we've had all these games on national television." Right. Does the NBA put all of their games on Saturday every week? I guess they can't. But uh, you know. <laughs> If no, they, but I, I just think like it's two, this is 2021 guys. I get the tradition, but especially if you're FCS where, you know, you just played a spring season where you botched that opportunity, but you still saw, you know, during that Sam Houston state game, 2.3 million viewers tuned yeah. into that. Yeah. Think about what you can fucking make. Absolutely. This is ga- gambling is legal. It's legalized in a lot of States. Now it's changing every uh, over the past five years. It's changed drastically. So why would you not take a stab at throwing some of the best FCS games up it's on true. a Wednesday, I mean, these, on a Thursday? Some yeah. of these FCS schools have as big or way bigger uh, alumni bases than the likes of like ACC schools. I mean, what is uh, Wake Forest like eight thousand people at Wake yeah. Forest? And I know JMU's over twenty thousand. You yeah. know, yeah. So I'm sure there are uh, FCS schools that are way bigger than JMU too. Yeah, you know? I mean, I, I don't. You're gonna get viewers if you put them on TV. Uh, how with, with no competition for those eyeballs. Liberty at Troy. That's a Saturday game. No one's going to watch that. By the way, Northern Arizona gets 30,000 people. 30,000 people enrolled at Northern Arizona. Yeah, it's a huge school. Play your fu- like take a fucking shot here. Southern Illinois 15,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's a lot. Play on Wednesday. Play on Monday. I guess what, NFL's no, got Really month. what I, I mean, Monday would probably be dumb, but even I I still say with the gambling guys, 
with the eyes that that brings, even if you're competing against the NFL, there's college games on Thursday. Yes. NFL will win. Right. But if you still get 500,000 eyes on your school, are you setting up your school to be better tomorrow than today? I truly think so. Cause guess how many people are going to watch ESPN plus or, or mountain sports Dude, to catch it. So many schools that have come up have, have taken the wild card role like that, whether it be Boise, whether it be tech, whether it be, uh, I mean, even like, um, like, um, NC state, I don't know a- any, any school that isn't at the top tier. ECU made it for a long, yeah. I mean, ECU especially dude in the nineties and early two thousands, I feel like there were a lot more Thursday games. Now it seems like Friday games Yeah, because maybe the NFL started doing year round Thursday games, That's true. but, but I still don't give a fuck. Like to me, it's like, that's ECU made their lit. Like that's how I feel like a lot of Help those years when we were ranked yeah, yeah. is going out playing Virginia tech on Thursdays, playing NC state, West Virginia's on Thursdays, you know, like, and, and we were rewarded for that. So I've seen it happen. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know why that stopped. That used to be really popular. I feel like the Thursdays, but yeah, you're probably right. That's the NFL. And I don't know why they it's still away. dumb though, because it, 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 like the NFL is going to get their views. Yeah. Regardless. Right. I, I mean, when there's a college game and an NFL game on now, now that we, I do have multiple TVs, I can throw them all up, but I'm saying I would always watch college over NFL. Yeah. So there are people out there like, like me. So, and to me, if you put that ECU game on, on a Saturday, this is before they're in the AAC. This is back when ECU was either independent or in the conference USA, they would probably get like 50,000 people watching that. Right. Yeah. But if you put it up on a Thursday, even competing against the NFL, I think your numbers go to like 500,000, 800,000. Yeah. I was looking at the Mac on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Now they weren't competing against the NFL. They, some of those Mac games are getting 600, 700,000 views. Well, the Mac is just like, they're kind of way above or way ahead of everyone. They're like, fuck it. You know, we are, we, we don't have any, like, I mean, that's a traditionally like you know, football centric area. And those programs have been playing football for over a hundred years, time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, fuck it, man. Let's tune it. Let's get the eyeballs. Like, well, it just makes sense too. like on a Tuesday night as much as yeah. M- MLB playoffs are on, but at the same time, gambling and baseball don't really mix very well. Yes. I'm it's a gambling podcast. I bet on baseball. I bet on baseball yesterday went two and zero. Yeah. Right. But it's not as fun when you bet on, when you just throw 25 bucks or whatever, 50 bucks on a fucking football game. Yeah. It's aligned with gambling. There's a reason why football has become well, so, baseball so popular is such a fucking crap shoot. You know? I mean, the, I looked the other day, they, they've played like, but there's uh, people that have the skill for it. Yeah. I guess there yeah. are people that have the skill, but I'm, I'm looking at the standings. They play like what, like 40 games or something at this point. And there's a two game difference between first place and last place in the NL East. Like, do yeah. we know what team's better at this point? No, like yeah, it, yeah. they're all the same team. Like, and it varies from day to day. So like at least with football. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, like, I don't have quite the, uh, the feel for it. You do in terms of like the sevens and the threes and like the point structure, how that impacts it. Although I feel like I can, no, but it's just naturally just by it being that. Yeah. You I can think predict fo- what the football score the is America's is. most dominant sport for, for many reasons. Yeah. But I think that is one of the, it's the most gambling friendly sport. Basketball, you get fouled. You, you might lose on some fucking free throws. How do you know if the player's going to foul or not with four seconds left? Yeah. They might dribble it out. They're up by 10. Yeah. It's one of the, it's a lot of fucking luck where football, you don't really have that as much. It's much more structured for gambling. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it, it, if you know what you're looking for, it's easier to predict. 
Anyway, I love that opening Thursday night. I'm going to get to big 12 football, but the Boise state UCF game. Look, I already had that as like, to me, one of the best games of the week. Now you put that on Thursday night. I mean, I mean, look, both of those teams uh, vying for new year six, neither of them we know is going to be a playoff team, even if they're going defeated. So um, that really doesn't matter, but I guess they're still in the stage. Well, what they're doing is they're building for when the 18 playoff comes or hopefully more circa yeah. 2025. Well, I mean, the, the point is just to play a fucking game. Um, Boise state at UCF. Uh, this game is, I almost feel like we, you know, they were talking Boise state was having talks with the AAC. This came out in uh, because it's a state institution, I believe, or somehow it, it, these emails got leaked. Yeah. Um, and now you know, this could be a reality where this could be the start of something in the next couple of years. If Boise state ends up in the AAC, um, that could really make it interesting because yes, you do have Cincinnati there, but could this be the start of an epic rivalry? You never know. You never know. And I, I just think in general, just two of the better mid majors. Well, I mean, uh, getting a team like Boise to join a conference like the American is the thing that could push, push it into like big East status back in the day when it was power six. You know, yeah, they were the they were the fringe team, but they got their respect because they had a team that could a couple teams that could compete could compete for a national title, whether that be Virginia Tech, West Virginia, or Miami. No, I don't know if any of those teams are quite on that level, on the Miami level, certainly not yet. But uh, you know, you'd have a bunch of teams that are you know capable of winning a playoff game if they got a good draw. You know, so. Yeah, that could be a factor. And uh I believe uh, UCF's like a 4-point favorite currently in this game. So, that's in uh Orlando. In, in Orlando in the bounce house, Patty C. All right. Give me Boise in the points. 4 at this point. Yeah, I got to go with Boise on that. I guess you have the uncertainty of Avalos at coach, but anyway, let's get into some Big 12 football, but I just had to talk about that uh, t- that opening Thursday and Friday are fire now. So look, you got football on Wednesday with UAB Jacksonville state Thursday, uh, just like 30 games now, including FCS. You know what? We, we don't discriminate. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Now we have eight games Saturday, obviously a gigantic slate Sunday. We actually have Florida state, uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame but we also have two FCS both compelling. You have grambling, Tennessee state, Eddie George making his coaching debut. Nice. And then you have uh, Jackson state and Florida a and M in Miami, both neutral site games, Eddie George games is in Canton. So, so you're getting both uh, Eddie George and primetime on Sunday on Sunday, along with Florida state, Notre Dame. And then on Monday, we only have one, but it's Ole miss. It's Ole miss and uh, Louisville, so which should get be a wild one. <laughs> right. I can't wait. I can't wait. Sign me up right now. College football. We talk it by the way. If, I mean, you, I hope you're, if you're listening to this, you're subscribed to the college football experience. Cause we talk college football year round, but make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience. Me and NC Nick just dropped an ACC early looking projecting how the ACC will shake out. We got other conferences on the way. We talk college basketball year round. That's a brand new feed. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. Patty C will be there talking college hoops with us as well. I love it. Yeah. That, that's what I have missed, you know, and that that's really what I wanted and I'm glad it's happening now. Is this year-round college basketball, and then we hit the ground running. Yes, come, yes. come November. Yes, November it's coming. Look, this is the downtime in sports. This is where we do watch 
what did I have in the, in the studio when you came in <laughs> K state versus <laughs> Nebraska circa 1998. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Michael Bishop against Eric Crouch. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is when we dive into we look football and basketball happen year round here at, on the college experience and, and then the sports gambling podcast network. So well, let me, let me say this yeah. real quick. I am at this point though. I can't just do old sports. I have to dive into live sports, you know, NBA, Not me. Not NBA me. is boring. Kobe, Kobe <laughs> can watch all the film forever. Yeah. I bought NHL 2021 uh, for Xbox and it has the NHL 94 rewind. So I could be like uh, Ovechkin playing in uh, uh, 1994. That's smart. I'm surprised they haven't done that with tech mobile well, and RBI baseball. They and stuff. should. Yeah. The, the problem is the idiots didn't make an online gameplay version of the, uh, to the uh, 1994 one. It's like, that's why I bought it. So I could play people online for that. And it's then, always one thing that they fuck they up. They always fuck right? it up. Yeah. I but agree. Anyway, I, I think I have to, I have to have something for, for April, May, June. Like well, I do feel like the NHL playoffs has been the best thing I've been watching. I mean, I believe it or not, man, I got the, uh, the college world series is starting soon for baseball. I'll try yeah. to tune into some of that. Oh, you know what? I like UVA versus Maryland in lacrosse for the national championship. Is that happening Coming right now? Up, uh, next week. Nice. But all in all, I'd rather watch old sports. <laughs> well, I think for me, I can do. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with you. Uh, but I have to have something. So I mean, there's so many ga- dude as a guy that watched a shit ton of football. Yeah, there's so many games that either I forgot about or I've never seen these games. Yeah, because you can only watch so many. I mean, I try since I was a kid. I tried to watch every game. I remember putting fucking TVs on top of TVs back in my basement. Yeah, but the reality is. Some of them you miss. Yeah. So it's why what Colby's Colby enjoys catching the games he missed. Well, especially even though you know the you, result. You, you know that I think the, the the product was better back then too. Oh, that's as true. As far as like strategy, as far as you know, offense and defense allowed to hit people. Well, speaking of that, yeah. Big Twelve football. Yes. Well, there was a lot of option football back then. And see, it was so much better, and we're still waiting for Nebraska to go back to that triple. In a way, look, there I planted a flag on Nebraska this year. Yeah. Thinking I, they're going to make a bowl. But I almost, in a way, want them to fail so they go back to the triple option. Would How, they do that? I don't think are they, they would. smart enough. Their administration enough, seems right? to have made uh, failure after uh, <laughs> bad mistake after bad mistake, starting with uh, Solich, right? I want this pilot. I want. It's a matter of national security. That's right. <laughs> was it? Was it uh, Solich the first one after Osborne? Yeah, that, uh, and he okay. was doing triple option. He was doing triple option. They fired him. They fired. Uh, then, that, then after that, I believe it came in Bill Callahan. Yeah, who did fine, but they still fired yeah. him for what? Then nine Pelini. Months. Pelini got fired then for nine Mike and Riley. ten wins. Yeah. So then, then Scott Frost. They have slowly deteriorated the program. To Paul the Johnson is available. Jeff Munkin almost got hired by Kansas. When we'll talk more about Kansas. And was a uh, candidate for Illinois. That section of the country. He's so from you Illinois. You gotta think. You gotta think. Come on. Yeah. Although that's a different. Craig option. Bull, head coach of Wyoming. They returned like ninety-seven percent of their team this year. Right? He's a uh, three, option guy. Three eight win seasons in the past four years at Wyoming. Is Bull right? a triple option guy? No, but he did play under Tom Osborne, defensive back for Nebraska. And maybe he they played. are a run heavy team, but it's not triple option. Yeah, a lot of option read. Do they put? Do they go for 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 a familiar face? Could be. I mean, what is he? He's a he's a defensive guy. Bull. I think he's offensive. 
I is think. he offense? But I don't know. He played defense, so I, I'd have to pull it up again. The coach just b- bounce all over because he had Kleiman as his OC, so that makes sense. Defense. Frost, Frost coached every position on the field. Yeah, I feel I like he played special teams in Northern yeah. Iowa. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's talk Big Twelve football. Patty, yeah, finally C, get into this. Um, where are we going here in Big Twelve? We're gonna go team by team and break down how we think. Well, like what would be a great season? What do we think? Let's start off with the Baylor Bears. Alrighty, Dave Aranda coming off a tough season uh, a year ago. Um, granted, I think every coach that had to come into that COVID situation, you're going to hear me mentioning this all fucking year. But he went two and seven. But you you've made the case to NC Nick that you look at this. I mean, overtime loss by six to West Virginia. Uh, ten point loss to TCU, seven point loss to Iowa State in Ames, one point loss to Texas Tech in Lubbock. Uh, they're they're clearly better than their record indicates. Yeah, they, this team won eleven games and probably should have won the Big Twelve, and which would have put them probably in the playoff two years ago. That if that guy doesn't get walked down from behind by the Oklahoma uh, mm-hmm. defensive back, and then what they, they didn't they didn't get seven on that. They, they didn't got get three. Seven, yeah. yeah. Um, now Jeff Grimes, offensive coordinator. We mentioned that a minute ago, uh, Aranda year two, but this year he gets spring ball. He gets a normal fucking camp. You know, um, I actually think they will be much better, but you look at this, what, what would be a good year too? Now, Charlie Brewer quarterback of Baylor. He had his struggles last year under Aranda. He bounces to, uh, to Utah. Now, uh, uh, Jerry Bohannon is the guy at, at QB. They still have uh, Tristan Ebner at running back. Um, what do you, what are we thinking would be a good year? Like what, what, where, where would you feel as a Baylor fan would be happy with Dave Aranda in year two? Well, seven and five, you think, especially uh, with Jeff Grimes coming in, you know, that you have to tamper your expectations when you have a new offensive coordinator and I guess you could still consider this a bit of a COVID year, although I do think they had uh, spring ball. So um, I think that uh, I think they should be um, able to improve pretty drastically and get back to a winning season. But if we're, yeah, I'm guessing seven wins to answer your question. I mean, they have ten of eleven defensive starters keyed in as uh, upperclassmen. Uh, I believe eight of those ten or eight of those eleven seniors bringing back some serious experience. So, I mean, that, that is really good returning four offensive linemen that are seniors. Um, three wide outs, seniors, Ebner, who I mentioned senior, they, they really, when you look at as, as far as experience goes, they only start projected. Now this is all projected two underclassmen. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Look, this, this program has come a long way. Uh, it seems like there's relative stability. They've gone through a number of coaches that, you know, and still have managed to maintain a winning record throughout that period. Um, and there's been talent there the entire time. I'm looking at their 2021 recruits, uh, 14 out of 17 recruits from the state of Texas. So staying right at home. Yeah. Uh, they, they should have a pretty loaded receiving core with RJ Sneed and uh, Taekwon Thornton. Um, they also bring in this LSU transfer. Um, this guy's six, four, 350 pounds. Uh, NG Siaka Yaka. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking pronounce these names. All right. But I can tell you uh, this guy should be probably making an, an immediate impact. 
uh, on that, on that defensive line there. So um, uh, let's go through the schedule here at Texas state. Tra- it, dangerous, dangerous game. I look, I like what Spavadol is doing here. Yeah. I saw someone's rankings for college football this season. I'll trying to rank all 130 teams. I want to say it was one of these. I don't know if it was uh 24, seven sports or whatever, but they had Texas state pretty far back. Like like in the one twenties. Yeah. I completely dis- disagreed. I mean, this team showed us that look, they didn't win the games they should have last year. Yeah. They played in a lot of close games though. I saw the talent, man. I saw like some really good athletes and I, I think Texas state will be better than, than what they were projecting. Now I, I wish I could recall the platform off the top of my head right now, but I can't, but you look back at a season ago with Texas state. Yes. Did they, they had, they had some ones you wonder, okay, how did this happen? But I, I was impressed that another thing is their quarterback issues with COVID were happening all year. Texas state went two and 10 last year, but look at the seven point loss to a good SMU team. Yeah. Uh, UTSA double overtime, double overtime. UTSA was bowl eligible, made yeah. a bowl right at Boston college by three. And they were up majority of this game. I watched this game. Right, that's three right there. That Again, pretty decent competition. Yes. Then okay, you get whooped by Troy. You lose by ten to South Alabama. You get whooped by BYU. You only lose by ten to Louisiana Lafayette. That's better than Iowa State did. Yeah. Right. Uh, you did get whooped by App State, Georgia Southern. You lose the triple option, Georgia Southern. You lose by two. Georgia Southern, good team. Yeah. Well, Baylor's not careful. I mean, I don't know what caused them to schedule. Uh, what a conference USA, uh, 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 Sunbelt, uh, the, the worst team in the Sunbelt. The traditionally, the Sun they Belt? just jumped up with Everett Withers from JMU. Boom. This is in San Marcos. This is yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Only two hours down the road. Uh, you know, Texas state's going to look at this as a super bowl opportunity. So, yeah. And then the following week, they're going to get that win. They're going to be, I think state. it's dangerous. It's dangerous. I Don't think fall it's dangerous. The wheel, yeah. But let's give them the win. I can tell you this. Yeah. I don't know about Texas state's defense. Cause that was horrible last year. That offense is going to move the ball. Those receivers can play. Yeah. I like that quarterback. That's too. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I think they're going to be fine offensively. Uh, my point is, is if Baylor who struggled to score the ball last year. Yeah. I get it. Texas state's defense is trash, but you get in a shootout. I'm telling you, they got receivers that can play. So watch out. Yeah. I think it's a low key slept on game for week one. I uh, let's give him the win though. Baylor. To Maybe get the Jeff win. Grimes hasn't gotten his stuff installed yet. Yeah. Dangerous. I mean, I think it's a dangerous more, more than I think most think. Yeah. Week two, they get Texas Southern Michael Strahan's all from the FCS. They'll kill them. They're horrible. So they're going to kill them. Yeah. Week three at Kansas. They'll kill them. That was don't <laughs> sleep. I'm going to get to Kansas. Do not sleep on my I'm guy. Sleeping on Lance Le- Leopold and uh, you know, Les miles was recruiting somewhat decently. Look, here, for let, me, Kansas. Let, let me say this. Baylor won two games last year, one game by one point at home against Kansas state. Right. And the other game by 34 against, uh, well, you're going to see what five national championships. Lance Leopold's won on the F on the, on the D three level. Okay. And you saw what he did with Buffalo. Uh, and, I, and to me, these teams this team, he's walking into a Kansas I way more Les talented Miles win a national championship at the, uh, but he's the opposite of FBS Lance Leopold. Level. Yeah. He's kind of <laughs> had opposite of Leopold. He's used to having yeah. all the talent in the world. Leopold's done more with less. Although I would argue that Wisconsin whitewater has had plenty of talent 
relative I mean, there. Do what he did with Buffalo. He, all, all it took was like, look at year one at Buffalo. He took them and instantly made them five and seven when they were horrible the year before. Yeah. Now granted five and seven is five and seven. I think this Kansas team is better than that. Buffalo I'm not, team. I don't think you're selling me a bucket on him, but I do think, uh, I They're, do think it's going to take some time and some work. I'll, I'll tell you this. Kansas win total is at one. Yeah. They play South Dakota week one. Hit the hard over on that one. I'm all over the over. Yeah. And I think this is a winnable game for Kansas against Baylor. Wow. Sleeping on the Bears. All right, Heard let's it keep here it first. Three and oh. Yeah, three and oh. Home to Iowa State. Loss. Okay. Three and one at OK State. Probably a loss. Yeah, I think so too. Three and two. Home to West Virginia, who they played double overtime last year. They're gonna get this win. I don't I think don't so. know they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got them losing this one. Three and three. Right. Yeah. Home to BYU. Oh. This is where they get the win. Well, let me ask you this. Cause I feel like this really benefits BYU because Sataki obviously is going to know what Jeff Grimes does on offense. And especially if it's just That's like the most point. fundamental version point. of that offense, yeah. Sataki will probably D that up in his sleep. You know, Sataki underrated coach too. Yeah. Great appetizer at every Japanese. I'll try <laughs> some, uh, in order of the Sataki. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give it to Baylor. Are you? Uh, you got balls? You got balls? Are you going to go? Not, I'm giving it to BYU. <laughs> so you got them at three and four? Yeah. I got them at four and three. Okay. Home to Texas. Mm. <laughs> That's a tempting game. They'll, they'll lose that. They could win that. They could win they that. They could win that. They could easily win that. So I got them at four and four. Okay. At TCU. They could win this. They could win that too. I got them losing that. But between BYU, Texas, and TCU, they'll win one of them. So it's I got hard schedule at man. four and five. Uh, Hosting OU, loss, loss. Yeah, at K State, loss. loss. Home to Texas Tech, win. They'll get a win there. So look, I'm making the case for Texas State, Texas Southern, Kansas, three wins. Then they get BYU four. They could beat TCU five and Texas Tech six. Six and six, I think, is the ceiling. Six and six is what. Uh, Athlon has them projected at uh, preseason. I got them going five and seven. Take the under as far as Patty C is concerned. Although, that well, wait, let me tell you, I mean, we're going to go get against their recent history. They have been a pretty good program. And by the way, guys, uh, we are going to break down all 100, 130 college football teams just like we did last year. Obviously, last year got crazy because the schedules all changed because of COVID, but we will have you. We're going to go game by game, team by team. Uh, with the over and the under. So we don't want to tip our hand too much here, but that all starting on June 14th. So stay tuned. Um, well, let me say this too. What's that? Aranda. That's the flip side of that. We're saying Jeff Grimes is brand new. They're going to, it's going to be trouble. Well, Dave Aranda is now in year two and year one was a COVID year for him. And the last time that he was coaching on a uh, non COVID season, he won a national yeah, championship. That's right. right. That's right. So maybe, maybe he'll have them a lot further along. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I think probably six and six. All right. Six and six. I think is. if you're a Baylor fan, you'd be thrilled with seven and five. You're happy with six and six. A little you're, disappointed in five. And yes. Seven. Yes. And anything below that, obviously you're like, what the fuck is this higher? Yeah. Right. Um, let's, let's switch. Let's change horses midstream now. All right. <laughs> let's go over to the Cyclones of Iowa State, buddy. This is a year. I'm. Ve- this is what I think the most. In- I actually think they're the most interesting team in college football this year. Yeah. Well, when you really consider just how good their uh, 
offenses and their, their skill positions. Well, just, just the trajectory that Campbell has him on. And then you find out he turned down 69, $68.5 million from the Detroit lions. Yeah. He's turned down. He hasn't even had conversations with other bigger power five schools. Yeah. He's getting, I think I love this guy. I think I love him because this is great that he doesn't give a fuck. This is like an old school. He's going to do I'm hoping he stays the course at Iowa state and turns it into like what Joe Paterno turned Penn state. He is the anti Chris beard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Chris Beard's still going to the school that started for him though. Yeah. He, he's going to give his him a little bit modern. of a pass. Yeah. yeah. You got to give him a um, pass. And they, the, they gave him the first, his first job too. I think it's a GA. Oh, really? Yeah. So Chris um, Beard, you're excused, but you look at this and, and the trajectory Patty C. I yeah. mean, this team has now uh, what I think the past three years, he's been there four years, past three years, bowls, mm-hmm. and they're only getting better per season. So last year we saw them get to the big 12 championship, come really close yeah. come about 20 yards away from winning the big 12 championship. Yeah, if they didn't have right? lay that stinker of what a third quarter. Yeah. Then uh, yeah. they, they could have easily won that game. Cause once they figured it out in the fourth, but, but you saw this though, Brock Purdy could have, could have went pro Brees hall could have went pro. I mean, if he was first team, all American 1500, some odd rushing yards and, and what they, they, they said we were coming back and we buy into what Matt Campbell's doing here. Yeah. And dude, he's got an eye for running backs. Cause the guy who went to the bears, was yeah, uh, David Montgomery, they had a guy, the, the backup to, uh, to Brees hall this year got drafted. Yeah. So and these dudes are all passing the eye test. They look like NFL stars. Yeah. Uh, you look at this Xavier Hutchinson back at the wide out spot. They got a great tight end and Charlie Kohler. Uh, they returned their entire offensive line. Patty. See, that's <sighs> something we should, should really massive, hide on Yeah, or highlight on not hide on. But, uh, and then how about this? Nine starters returning on the defensive side of the ball, Patty C. All in all, I mean, all in all, eighteen starters back out of out of a possible twenty-two. Yeah, you're you're loving this. You got to be loving. You gotta, this. I'm looking up David Montgomery's yeah. uh, pro production. Two years, one thousand nine hundred fifty-nine yards. So it's about a thousand-yard uh, year guy in the NFL. Yeah, which is kind of, and, and he's only getting better. I mean, towards the end of the season, he was playing really good. Yeah. Um. This is, I think, the most interesting team in college Dude, football. If you could uh, put together like a list of like important factors, super experienced quarterback who's elite, yeah, you know, uh, all American running back, yeah. entire offense, stud line. wide out, Xavier Hutchison, st- uh, a stud tight end. This tight end is a fucking beast, and Charlie Kohler, yeah, uh, remember him from the DFS shows that we were doing or playing him a lot, the D- DFS, and then the fact, like I said, you're bringing back. Nine starters on defense, Patty C, and even I believe they just went in the uh, transfer portal and, and landed a defensive back. So they're going to be experienced. Uh, what uh, they're going to be in the Big Twelve championship? Can we say that? Or but I will say the Big Twelve definitely making it harder for them with the, what they did with the Oklahoma game. Used yeah. to play that one kind of more in September and October. Put this one on a second half of a back to back. What should we expect? Let's go through this schedule. If you're a Cyclone fan, yeah, are you actually thinking it's Big Twelve Championship or bust? Yes, I think at this point, like, I mean, you have to temper your expectations just because you aren't used to this. Out, yeah, <laughs> used to this and cranking out top ten recruiting classes every year. And um, even though he does seem to be uh, identifying and developing talent better than you know most other coaches in the country, you know he's a Mount Union guy. Is that right? Yeah, Mount Union. Wait. Who am I thinking of? What Wisconsin Whitewater and Mountain Union? Are they both D three or yeah? 
do they have a rivalry? I feel like they both have won a hundred national championships. Yeah, I feel like they have too. Yeah, but uh, uh, I mean, this guy's pedigree. It, I, I love Matt Campbell. I hope he stays in names. Imagine if he stays the course, dude. Imagine if he stays the fucking course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, usually this is when they bail. He could they do what Bill Snyder yeah. did to K State. Yeah. Like it's going to be called Matt Campbell Stadium if he stays for ten or fifteen years. That's true. Dude, why not do it? I hate our culture now of like, oh well, Michigan's offering me. Look, would you rather be a legend or a guy that's going to coach at Michigan for three years? Yeah, and just be another Michigan coach yeah, or five years. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so getting getting. I understand eleven it. or twelve capitalism. Wins. You want more money, but at the same time, I feel wins like look enough. at Bill Snyder. People remember Bill Snyder. They don't remember. You know Brady Hoke. They won't remember Brady. No, yeah. no disrespect to you, Brady. Right. I'm just saying Brady Hoke. If he would have stayed at Ball State, maybe built that thing into a winner. You know, or or wherever. I, I don't think that's that's an, an an analogy I'm coming up with on the fly because maybe right. Ball State, maybe that's a harder gig. Right. But, but he's at a Power Five school. He's doing this. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, jump ship. Yeah. Just because you, you know it, it, you're getting paid a little less. So look at Frank Beamer. Look at Bill Snyder. If you build it that way. You'll be a legend forever. He's a rare breed in this age. He's almost an anomaly. Yeah. So let's look at this schedule, Patty C. Yeah. Uh, they get Northern Iowa out the gate. This is they tricky. took a step back last year. Northern Iowa. Well, that's because their quarterback got out for the year. Gotcha. <laughs> They're good. Yeah. They're always good. Yes. And they always give other Iowa teams. Yes. Hell yes. Now they managed to lose by one or two. Every single time. This is time. still a harder game than scheduling UMass scheduling Bowling Green scheduling uh, Akron scheduling oh, Northern Iowa could be a, they're a bowl team. Yeah. And you put them up in the FBS. They'll make a bowl. They, sh- they could be a Mac like yeah. champion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so out the gates, Northern Iowa, they got to get past that. But, and then after that, the big one, Saturday, September 11th against the Hawkeyes, this is must watch TV for me. Cause you know, I love both coaches. Yeah. I can't wait to watch this one. And, and last time and but Campbell's been able to get over on Lincoln Riley, Kirk Ferentz. Some could argue it's a horseshoe <laughs> because the last time they were played, it looked like Iowa state was going to win this thing. And then lightning like a, an eight hour delay. Yeah. And then I think Crushed Iowa wins 18, 17. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I think that one of the times they got, they blew them out. The other time I think Iowa won an overtime, uh, Ferentz, I think undefeated against Campbell, but they've been, no. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. They've been dog fights five in a row for Iowa now. Uh, well, Campbell's only been there four years. So okay. yeah, but, uh, I think one or two of those were ugly 42 to three, four years ago. Yeah. That was a bad team. 31, 17, but that, uh, what's his name? Wasn't there yet. Campbell. Yeah. So yeah, mainly close games, 44, 41 overtime. Dude, 13 this to three. is must watch. This is one of the best games of the year. This is one of the best games of the fucking year. I Definitely. can't wait to watch. Definitely it. September 11th. Uh, Who are you giving that to cyclones? I mean, do you it's, think there's it's a, in Ames? Uh, do you think that makes a difference? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think so either. I don't think, and I, and I think Iowa has the defense to actually make this game. I, this is going to be a field goal game. Iowa state's going to get over. This is another part of that trajectory though, of winning the big 12. Can you beat Iowa and, and really, I mean, yeah, if you're going to turn a corner as a program, it starts by winning your in-state yes, battle. Yes. So I'm going to say Iowa state gets it done this year. I agree. I think there's 28, 24 boom. 
late touchdown minute left Hawkeyes. Yes. Uh, so I got them at two and zero. Oh, then they're at or, uh, Cyclones rather. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The, I got them at two and zero. Oh, then they're at the death star. Everyone's playing at the death star, right? Uh, check out the new, <laughs> new digs. I don't understand this one. I, 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 but I love the fact you're going to play a mountain West team on the road. Yeah. Doesn't happen at a lot of, a lot of power five schools. So UNLV is trash. They should be able to handle this one. Iowa state rolls, right? Yeah. It should be managed. At Baylor, we already went that. We gave that one to Iowa State. Well, questionable scheduling by Iowa State <laughs> back here. To back away. Give yourself a back to back away, like for no reason, going into conference play. Um, and and the, by the way, they have another back to back away that's that, that's pretty brutal. Yeah, and not um, short trips either. Iowa to Las Vegas, and then Iowa down to Texas. Yeah, yeah. We still got them beating Baylor. Yeah, we got them beating Kansas. We have them starting out five and zero, Patty C. Oh yeah. They get the Saturday. bye week before Kansas State. Now that is good schedule. That is, that is. But fuck, are they it's winning a tough that game? That's a tough game. I mean, the, uh, you got to figure Clemson's going to be ready for him. I think they're going to beat K State. K State coming off a bye as well. <laughs> <laughs> Will we see College Game Day in Manhattan for oh, this one? Man. <laughs> Quite, gun to your head. You're going. You're going Cyclones in Manhattan though. I could totally see them losing. This well, look game, at this. Dude. I could totally see them losing. K State starts out with Stanford, Southern Illinois, Nevada, at Oklahoma, and then Oklahoma. They're probably going to oh, lose. No, then Iowa State, right? You said Oklahoma or, twice. No, at Oklahoma State, sorry, and then Oklahoma. Okay. And then they get a bye before Iowa State. So if somehow Kansas State manages to get through that undefeated, they're not going to be then undefeated. Co- then for college that. game yeah. day will definitely be in Manhattan for this one, but. Uh, they'll have have one loss probably, but college game they still may be there for this. I mean, one. climbing two and zero against Lincoln Riley, anything can happen. Right? That's true. That's true. Um, gun to your head. Where are you going? <sighs> I gotta go Kansas State I here. Think, I think they always do it. I think so too. They always get someone. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> In Manhattan, I'm gonna go K State. Yeah. Uh, five and one. Then they're home to OK Farm State. Again. Dangerous game. Yeah, dangerous game. They'll rebound. Yeah, Campbell won't let them w- lose two in a row. They they win that one. No, here's a fucking oh dangerous game. Oh my god! Game. Then October thirtieth, they're at WVU. <laughs> Dude, look at this stretch: at K State, home to OK State, at West Virginia, home to Texas, at Texas Tech, at Oklahoma, home to TCU. Big Twelve football, man. Fuck me. It ain't no joke. There's no gimmies. There's no fucking gimmies. Yeah. After that bye week, the rest of the season is just go. Dude, their easiest game on their schedule. Is UNLV and it's at UNLV, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, no, Kansas at home is the easiest game on this. I don't think so. With Leopold, I think I think you're crazy, you, dude. UNLV is trash. It takes that's true. Maybe you're right. So is Kansas. So they're both hot garbage. Leopold or Arroyo is a terrible coach. <laughs> okay, that's true. Either way, they'll win both of those games. Um, the back half of their schedule. Complete murderer's row. Okay, so at West Virginia, who are you taking? I'm yeah. taking I'm taking Matt Campbell to get it done. Yeah. I mean, just based on recent history, but not a forgiving schedule. Come home to Texas. So, so I got them at seven and one. Yeah. They're home to Texas. Uh I think they beat Texas. I do too. Yeah. Eight and one. At Texas Tech. Jeez, oh fucking flip. Can this you is... go to all the hardest stadiums in the country? <laughs> um seriously, and then they go to Cam- uh, uh Oklahoma the following yeah. week. There's no way they're gonna they're going they'll one lose one. one they those. might lose both these. They might lose both those. Um they'll lose at Norman. Yeah. And they'll they'll be in an absolute dog fight against Texas Tech. Um I'll give them one loss out of those two. Just yeah. because I project them to have a huge season. And then home to TCU. TCU. Dangerous. They'll get that. Ten and two. 
They only beat TCU by three last year. Yeah. Duggan was a freshman. Dude, the Big 12 is really good. Big 12. They're going nine and three, bro. You think? <laughs> I just think we're giving them a lot of 50 50 games. Yeah. We're giving them Iowa. We're giving them uh, Oklahoma State. We're giving them at West Virginia. Whoa. We're giving them home to Texas. We're giving them at Texas Tech. We're giving them home to TCU. Dude, they returned 10 starters on offense no, and nine starters saying. on defense. 19 players back. I still just think it's that's a fucking brutal schedule, dude. That's it a is brutal a very tough fucking schedule. schedule. Uh, so nine and three is where you said it. Um, projected record by Athlon at 10 and three. So I guess, I don't know if that includes winning or losing the uh, big 12 championship game. I think they can win the big 12 championship, but I, I, and I think they deserve a shot in the playoff, but, Oh, we don't have a playoff. We have an invitational, but they will be denied again and playing in a new year's six. And I mean, you gotta love the trajectory. Here's the thing is, is Matt Gamble going to be able to field a team as good as this team again? When, when, how many years has uh, uh, Purdy been there? Uh, he's a senior, so. And how many years he's been starting though? I think this is a three-year, three-year starter. Three so yeah, man, yeah, he's a good quarterback. Brees I, Hall just a junior, but he might go pro. You got to figure. He Charlie Kohler just a junior, but he might go pro. Um, I don't know, but, but I mean, you got to think. That's a brutal. That's a brutal fucking schedule, dude. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I think we're being optimistic, but fuck it. 10 and 2. You heard it here first. I think they're going to play in the Big 12 Championship and I think they could. I think they're going to need to be 10 and 2 in order to play in the Big 12 Championship. There might be enough carnage in the Big 12 than a 9 and 3 team. I think there's going to be a ton of carnage this year. Yeah. I think K-State's better than what people realize. I think West Virginia's better than what people realize. When was the last time a 9 and 3, a three-loss team played in the uh, Big 12 Championship game though? I don't I feel like that hasn't happened very often. Well, Stay tuned for this year, buddy. Stay That's tuned. True. All right. I want to tell you guys, all right, that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos and odds and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you receive a special offer up to uh a $500 risk-free bet terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com and download the app today. Boom. Man, Iowa State, so now we got to go over and talk. Kansas Jayhawk football pace. <laughs> I'm telling um, what if I told you? This is a 30 for 30 introduction. Well, yeah, what, what if I t- told you that I think Kansas one of the more interesting teams in the country now all of a sudden uh, a month ago, I wouldn't have told you this, but they hired Leopold. <laughs> I would tell you you're crazy. I would say that maybe you're too high on Lance Leopold. Do I need to tell you the rest? All right. Do I need to tell you what he has done in his career? It this team has talent. I'm I'm telling you. I am telling you. This team is going to win more than one game, right? <laughs> well, the win total is at one. Yeah. I think they're going to be chippy. I, I think mean, they're going to be chippy. It's not like you're making a world shattering prediction there. I'm just saying, like, I don't think you realize this team is more talented. Les miles was failing in every way. Dude, you know what he did at Buffalo? His record at Buffalo was 37 and 33. Now, granted <laughs> at Wisconsin whitewater, he did go 15 and 0 five times in six seasons. That's kind of impressive. <laughs> I'm what are you trying to the Buffalo thing? I mean, this was not a, a bit, this was a program that was recently in the FCS one Oh nine and six at Wisconsin whitewater. Good Lord. I'm telling you, he's going to make them. 
I'm going to call it right now. Ready? Yeah. He's winning four games. Wow. Four fucking games, four games. Year one. Well, let me see something here. Cause I think that you're overestimating just four how- games. And I got, I see a, a couple, he could be three and one. He could be three and fucking one and don't sleep. If I'm a shot, the clear fan, don't sleep on that game on September 11th. <laughs> this is all of a sudden turned into a great, a great year to watch Kansas football. In my opinion, because I think if you're a fan, there's a reason to be excited, a legit reason to be excited. You know, you, you might be onto something. I didn't realize Buffalo was this bad before. I, I think I'm just that one eight and five season under Jeff Quinn. Like tricked me into thinking they were a decent program before he took over, but I'm looking back here. Well, it's not only that he's getting players drafted this yeah. year. Well, you watch the draft. You're like, dude, they had a decent, I mean, nothing crazy, but I'm saying they had like two or three players drafted and you're like, and this has become like a regular thing. I mean, here we go. The previous uh, starting in two, 1999, when they became a uh, FBS team, they had managed uh, one no, two seasons of more than five wins up until his arrival. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Basically other than that, it was like two and three or zero win seasons. And dude, that kid, Jalen Daniels at quarterback showed flashes last year as a freshman with, yeah. with less miles. He's coming in there. Kwame Lasseter, uh, the second you know, son of Kwame Lasseter, the safety from the Cardinals. He's back at wide receiver. I just think I think he's got something good here. I did this defense returns. Now, obviously I don't think they're bowling this year, but I think anyone that thinks Kansas is going to be that doormat, they return 17 starters guys. All right. <laughs> yes, they were trash, but this team was recruiting. We know that I was sending you stuff the past couple of years. Les miles was recruiting at a much better level than Kansas traditionally recruits at. Yeah. So you, you give a little talent to a guy that does a lot with a little, then I'm telling you three or four games. They're winning three or four games. Wow. Out the gate. They're going to beat the South Dakota coyotes September 4th. Now as a fan of Can- if you're a fan of Kansas, I think you should be happy with two wins. Yeah. Right. Considering this was a late fucking hire. This is a really late hire, but South Dakota, September 4th. I think they're going to win. Right. Then yeah. September 11th at coastal Carolina. This is actually kind of a good spot to catch coastal Carolina because coastal Carolina plays a triple option team <laughs> the week before they're not going into Conway and giving them an L dude. Last year they lost by 15. They're going to lose by more. This I think year. Leopold is a 15 point difference. coach. <laughs> Guess what? I'm looking at uh, the history of Buffalo football seasons here. They've been playing football since uh, 1894. The th- last three years at Buffalo, and he only was there for five years. His last three years were the three most winningest combined three-year period in bu- Buffalo hit football history. Are you starting to buy in now? I mean, that's an impressive stat, but still, the best they did was ten and four. So, <laughs> what do you mean? That's a great season, you know. That's one. <laughs> what do you expect them to go twelve and zero? They play like at Penn State every year. That's true. They play like at these ridiculous games. Like, the, what do you mean? Okay, ten and four, but then eight and five and six and six. I mean, that that's a total of what they had twenty four wins in a three year period, averaging eight wins. That's not a guy that's winning national championships. I'm not at, saying Kansas is winning a national championship. Yeah, but I'm saying is that I mean I think he's better than a lot of coaches that do get national championship credit. 
where do you think? Uh, do you think he has Mark Mangino upside? Yeah, I do. I there do. it is. Does I he do. curse? That uh, probably. <laughs> you know, <laughs> normally when the from my studies on the planet, the the more you win, the more you curse. Right. So that that, <laughs> that explains a lot about Kansas football right there because cursing is not allowed. Hold on. Let's go through the schedule. South Dakota. We are you going to go there and say win? Dude, they were losing the rest of their games. I'll, I'll bet you on that. They might. They're going to beat Baylor and Duke back to Duke back. Watch that. Them. They're going to be three and one, dude. <laughs> they welcome Texas Tech. They could win that game. I will bet you. I will bet you four shots. All right, done deal. That they done do not deal. start three and one. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying three and one. I'm saying they're going to win three or four games. Okay, I, I I'll, I'll bet you four shots. They don't win three games. Okay, deal. All right. Deal. Shake on it. Oh, there it is. Done deal. <laughs> All right. I can't wait. That's what I'm saying. Why am I finding the big Big Twelve Colby according to NC Nick? I'm finding the the most interesting teams in the Big Twelve here. Kansas is gonna be better, a lot better than people Three realize. Three and one Kansas, he says. He says Leopold's gonna come in there and win more games and Pr- top prospect in Kansas. Go, state and state running back David ne- or Devin Neal coming to coming to Kansas. Oh snap. That's Barry Sanders 2.0, Patty C. <laughs> All right. Um, you really think they they they, they could be Duke? They could beat Texas Tech. They could beat Baylor. I even think. Don't sleep on them Jayhawks or Wildcats. Don't sleep on them Mountaineers. You're coming into, you know, Memorial Stadium seating fifty thousand. You better believe the fans are going to show up there. By the way, I was reading that uh, Wichita State trying to get that football state that football program back up. Nice. They they should. They should. Bill Parcells. Wichita Where would they State. be? Uh, Conference USA potentially. A, I, well, uh, I don't even know if they would go FCS first. I don't know what they would do, but I was reading that they they. Uh, pr- well, this is pre-COVID though. Yeah. That uh, they they want to Put bring that, the football program back. I mean, football is big enough in the state of Kansas. They should be able to get three teams on the FBS level, or at least. I mean, I don't they even. They should. Know. Wichita State, though. I mean, you got a rich history. Yeah. Like I said, Bill Parcells, buddy. Right. Yeah, and you got the basketball team to like uh, give give them a little clout there. Um, let's now, I would say I was under the assumption that maybe uh, he'd be building a fence around the state if he's bringing in the top overall recruit from the state of Kansas. Well, he he, he is the in only Leopold. guy. He he came after this. That's true. It's not yeah, Leopold. It's not him at all. But that was the only uh, guy from uh, the state of Kansas they they had on the recruiting class. They are heavily re- uh, recruiting Texas, like the rest of the Big Twelve. So. Uh, there you go. That's uh, one thing so, we were talking so if about. you're a Jayhawk fan, what, what are you, where are you going? I'm going, what, uh, what's a happy season for you? Two wins, two and two 10? wins. I think, I mean, it's a happy season for you. No, I'm saying like, what are you saying? Progress. Leopold is here. I like the hire. I would say three wins Okay, is something you would have to say. Okay. That's a starting point. Even though this late and the, the higher just happened a few weeks ago. I mean, if you get two wins, if you're two and 10, you can't get excited about that. Did they win a game last year? No, they went one and 11 last year. Who'd they beat? Oh uh, no, they were Oh, and nine. Oh, they're That's projected one and 11. Yeah. yeah, no, they were Oh, and nine last year. So I think you gotta be happy with two. That's right. <laughs> Even one wins an improvement. <laughs> so uh, let's talk Kansas state. Wow. Cat football, Patty. See, this is my uh, look. I'm not going to go with overs on every fucking team. Our team previews will do that, but this is one of my locks for over five and a half wins. Um, last year they had the craziest season ever with COVID and, and their quarterback tearing in ACL. Um, Chris Kleiman's a winner. He was eight and four in year one and they were projected to be really bad. 
last year. Obviously I think they could have, they beat Oklahoma with wide receivers playing defensive back <laughs> and that's a pass happy team. That was a great win. But I'm yep. saying my point is last year, like if they had just not played like a bunch of other teams, they probably would have had a winning season and people would say, Oh, this guy's a great coach. Well, no, he is a great coach. And I expect this team to be now defensively. I know they they lost a ton defensively, but these guys, just because they weren't starters in some of these games last year, they got experience because of the COVID situation. Yeah. So I know that you look and say, Oh, only three returning starters on the defense. No, some of these guys got a lot of burn. They got a lot of burn last year. So five and a half is the win total. Now they do have a tricky schedule because getting Stanford in a neutral site game, being that uh, that is your 10th power five, then you're playing Nevada, which I think, I think Nevada's legit this year. I see people calling for them top 25, right? Fringe top 25. Fortunately, you're getting them at home. But Nevada, a team that uh, Carson Strong, I, I, I've seen things that he, he can have a top rounder. 10 pick. Wow. Uh, Southern Illinois, our boy Stone LeBanowitz, that's an FCS playoff team. Yeah. So uh, every team on your schedule, with the exception of, uh, I guess, if you're going to make the Kansas argument, pretty much yeah, this pretty is solid. A, this is year. a yeah. uh, schedule without a cupcake, except probably Kansas. Mm-hmm. And, th- and they're going to be a lot better, especially by when you catch them. Yeah, um, and you got to go to Lawrence. In November, which, yeah. You know, so uh, let's, let's break this down by schedule uh, by game, game by game. Patty C Stanford. Uh, I think they win that uh, neutral site in Arlington, Texas. That should be a good game. It's great, great game. Yeah. 9 uh, a.m. Kick on the West noon, noon East. I would take K state at this point. I would too, but I think this is a close one. Yeah. This is a 24, 21 or something yeah. like that. Tw- yeah, yeah. 31, 28. Week two, they welcome in our boy Stone Labanowitz, quarterback of Southern Illinois. Dangerous, dangerous. Avante Cox, great wide receiver for the Salukis. Yeah, don't sleep on they the got, Salukis. You know, Ole Miss has put out some quarterbacks, and uh, Labanowitz played at Stone Ole Miss. Yeah, has completed a pass for the hey, Rebels. Hey, he's got a better pass uh, completion percentage, better quarterback rating than Eli Manning. Boom. So. Hall of Fame. There we go. No, no, <laughs> well, no, never. Labanowitz Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah. Eli certainly not. Uh, then that, then that Nevada game. Air Raid, Jay Norvell, Matt Mummy, Timmy Chang, all part of that coaching staff look, coming into look. Climbing had, like you said, a tough year last year. Three losses by four points or less. Um, Especially considering they had like 30 players out. That's right. They were four and six. They did end the season with five straight L's. Well, that's because their quarterback tore his ACL. Skylar Thompson, he's back. They also got a Nebraska transfer to add some depth to that quarterback room if that happens again. But a lot of it was also having 35 players out every week. <laughs> yes, that does make things harder. Uh, I do. I think they're going to start three and zero. Uh, the Nevada game scares me more than the Kansas game. Nevada was legit. Or more than the Stanford game? Yeah. What did I say? Kansas? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nevada played San Jose State close. I mean, Nevada almost went undefeated, dude. Interesting. They, okay. they lost to at Hawaii on the island 24 21. Nevada, not on my radar as much as they probably should be. Um, and I think the last time they played a Power Five was Purdue and they beat them. So um, that's a dangerous game. But then, okay, at OK State, let's give them 3 0. Yeah. At OK State, September 25th. Probably a loss. Could be a loss. I think it's a loss. Yeah. Three and one, home to Oklahoma. Climate's two and zero <laughs> against against Lincoln Riley. You got to figure the luck runs out at some, but not luck. 
The uh, I don't know in Manhattan. No, it's this dangerous. is the week before the Red River Shootout. They're going to beat Oklahoma. <laughs> it it certainly wouldn't be uh, shocking, you know. But if I had to bet right now, straight up with my hard-earned cash, I'm taking Oklahoma. They did close the gap on Kansas State really fast last year. Those uh, Spencer Rattlers, like one of his first games coming through. They had Jalen Hurts and they beat him in Manhattan. It's true. You make a good point. No, the best part is where they catch them because they're thinking Texas. Yeah. The next week, and they got to go into Manhattan. And they had it's hosted just West Virginia. Trap city. It's just trap fucking city, dude. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's never a fun place to go to. K State's going to go three and zero against the Sooners. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, okay, I got them with uh, two losses there. You got them with one. Let's keep going. Home to Iowa State. L. We said. No, we said no, they. We said they win. win that. Yeah. That's right. So I would have them then at four and one at Texas tech. Now this, I guess they're just due for a loss that I'm not seeing yeah. for you. You could give them a win. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give them the loss at Texas tech home, the TCU. Uh, they beat TCU a season ago. I think they can do it again um, at Kansas. I told you that's going to be trickier than, than projected. <laughs> that's a win home to West Virginia. That should be a win. All the home to Baylor by West Virginia. They're going to lose year. one of those, right? Yeah. yeah. And then at Texas who they, they probably lose. They're going to go Texas. seven and five or eight and four. Yeah. They're going to smash that over though. Five and a half. I guarantee I'm going to make this guarantee. Kansas state will be a bull team. Is that what it is? Yeah. Five and a half is wow. That's easy. Total. Yeah. Easy, peasy. easy cash. Do easy it now. Cash. Cause I got Athlon showing seven and five is their projected record. So Vegas is giving you five and a half. Yeah. And Deuce Vaughn, that running back, it was a freshman for K state oh, last year. Nice. He's nasty. He was like a little Darren Sproles. So you get a fifth year senior and Skylar Thompson back, right? Yeah. With Deuce Vaughn. I'm telling you, this team's going to be able to, to do some things. Watch out for the Wildcats. So, if you're a K State fan, what should be happy with just a bowl? Ah, uh, I think he, I think he, they're a sleeper to win. I I actually think they're a sleeper to play with, knowing that Iowa State can go nine and three, and if they beat Iowa State in Manhattan, they have the tiebreaker on them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you rule yourself out of the Big Twelve championship game if you're a K K-State. K-State fan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I think you are content with an eight and four season. I think seven and five is meh, you know? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Kleiman's just doing a, a pretty darn good job. I think last year's that. Okay. Yeah. Don't get, don't get too caught up in last year. We got what you look, we are huge uh, Bernie Lomax fans, AKA uh, <laughs> Bill Snyder. Yes. But uh, I, I will say that <laughs> Climate has come in and has earned our respect, and we. Well, he won him. three national championships at North Dakota State, so I mean, yeah, should, should help some. Let's go to the Sooners. Let's go to your Sooners, buddy. My Sooners, he says. Yes. Get out of here with that nonsense, Boomer. Though Boomer Sooner projected number one national. Are they, do we call them Oklahoma? or Do we call them Tennessee? Number three. Yeah, exactly. The Oklahoma Vols. <laughs> um, uh, with all the transfers that they got from uh, from Tennessee, which was a talented team, so. You look at this team, Patty C defensively, they should be good. And they got, you know, that defense was playing ball last year. What's my guy's name? The uh, defensive coordinator from Leach, uh, Alex Grinch. Um, getting that defense really together. And you got to love really like their front seven for the most part, all back from Nick Bonito to Deshaun White to uh, Jalen Redmond, all those guys back. Uh, 
um, this defense should really be the difference for the, if it, if the offense doesn't fuck it up, you know what I mean? Like and Rattler was clearly getting better. They get Eric Ray at running back the Tennessee transfer. Uh, they lose Rambo. John J. Rambo transfers to Miami, uh, but that he kind of f- got lost in the mix last year with Marvin Mims and and, and Weiss and Austin uh, Stogner, great tight end. This offense should be fire. I mean, look, there's a reason why people are saying this team is is a national championship caliber team, Patty C. Yeah. Um, but you look back at last year, they did lose to K State when they were depleted. They did lose at Iowa State. Now late in the year, they turned it on. But still, only a 13-point win against Baylor, only a six-point win against Iowa State in the Big 12 championship. I understand they blew out Florida. I understand they blew out Oklahoma State. But are we just jumping the gun a little bit on the Sooners? Uh, number one offense in the Big 12 last year, number three defense in the Big 12 last year. I don't think we're jumping the gun on them. I think at this point we uh, should expect them to be good. Uh, Lincoln Riley's proven it time and again. I think the only thing that he has to do now is win in the playoffs. And this may be a possibility for them this year. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Let's look at the schedule and see at Tulane. kudos to the big 12 going. Look, Iowa state's playing at UNLV. Yeah. Kansas is playing at coastal Carolina K state right. getting a neutral game with uh, Stanford and then uh, playing. No, they're not hitting the road. They're getting Nevada in, in uh, Manhattan, Nevada. but uh, my point is, is well, so they're far. going to destination locations, so maybe that's part of their scheduling model. You know, you got uh, Las Vegas, you got Dallas, you got New <laughs> it's, Orleans, it's still and still a risky. The beach over in Carolina, uh, South it's, Carolina, it's a risky thing, though, man, to hit the road. It is, it is, especially when you're playing nine conference games. You don't need to be like making it. But that that, much that's to me that the Pac-12. I commend them for doing that, but that also what is what hurts you. Yeah, no, there's absolutely no doubt that the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve, like Stanford playing at UCF, themselves in is, the foot. is hurting them. You know what I mean? Yeah. A couple of years ago, they played at UCF. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, or some other, some of these other ones that are absolutely wild. But you look at this at Tulane; they should get that done. Tulane, though, I have seen some public. You know, you know, I gotta I gotta mention my guy Willie Fritz doing a great job. But you know, there are some. Uh, Publications that have them as like a top thirty-five, top forty team. The the Green Wave. I don't know if I'm on board. You're on board with Michael Pratt. You said I am that. I'm on board with Michael Pratt. He's got beautiful golden locks. <laughs> well built man. Uh, so that's a win. <laughs> this is the dumbest game of the college football season. This is this is probably almost as bad as I think one of the worst is Eastern Illinois at South Carolina. There's the Mercer Alabama angle too, or Akron Auburn. Yeah. But Western Carolina, who's horrible <laughs> and been horrible traveling halfway across the yes, country to, to, to Norman, Oklahoma. That's just a flat out a hundred point win for the Sooners. Yeah. Week three, they welcome Scott Frost in Nebraska. They got to boost uh Rattlers. Uh, Any chance Heisman resume at some point. Any chance for the, for the Cornhuskers? Uh, I don't think the horn uh, Cornhuskers are ready. I think the maybe Huskers. the Cornhuskers. <laughs> I think the Cornhuskers will be ready next. I'm starting to get a little drunk. Oh, uh, nice. Nice buddy. Okay. is delicious. West Virginia week four Uh, in Norman. I think they get I'm that. I'm telling you, they get that, uh, the Nebraska rivalry going, then they get West Virginia. They're going to lose at K state. It's easily, such a great spot look for K state to the, uh, to the red river shootout. Yeah. Um, I so, got them losing one. They're going to lose one of those four. The yeah. Nebraska, West Virginia at K state and red river shootout. I agree. I think it'll be the uh, uh, K state game. So 
that would then put them at I don't know. Five I just and said one. I, I, know. I would bet on Oklahoma, but well, you know what, Patty C. It's easy to see a tide turn. It's easy to see a tide turn when you really consider how tough that stretch is. Yeah, Nebraska, West Virginia, at K State, and then Texas, which and then after that TCU, by the way. But um, I got them five and one. I got them beating TCU even after the Red River Shootout. Somewhere in there, they'll get one loss. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. gonna lose one. Then they're at Kansas. We know Leopold could pull the upset there. <laughs> uh, no, they get Kansas six and one home to Texas tech seven and one at Baylor. Patty C uh, W Baylor played them close last year. Eight. was that? Nine and one. No. Yeah. Uh, nine and one. Right. And then yeah, Iowa and state 10 and one. Right. Yep. At okay. State. They'll get it done. 11 and one. Yeah. They lose the Iowa state in the big 12 championship. That would be a glorious, uh, at least, you know, if you can't go to the playoff, at least you get the a conference championship, which I, I think we said was like 115 years since Iowa state had accomplished that. So yes. Yes. Uh, all right, guys. I want to tell you guys the college football experience is brought to you by Coors light in your words, you know, come on, Patty C is there a more refreshing cold activated bottle of suds that you want to throw down when you're at the beach? This summer party, and do you ever? I mean, Pat, I'll just say this, Patty. Do you ever feel like you're all, you're always on? I do. You do. Well, what do you do when you need a moment to chill? How, yeah, like how do you hit the reset button, Patty? See, besides playing me in Bowl and getting stomped, <laughs> resetting but, it with two seconds yes, left so these uh, scores yes, don't go official. You do hit the reset button on that. <laughs> I uh, I drink a Coors Light, and that helps me, uh, you know, take the edge off. There you go. That's right. And because look, right now in in 2021, everything is go go go. It's nonstop, nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24 seven. Uh, sometimes you just need a moment to turn it off, hit reset. And that's when you reach for Coors light. It is made to chill. You got to check it out. Their cold activated bottles are awesome. Coors light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So uh, when you need, when you need to hit that reset button, reach for the beer that's made to chill, get Coors light in the new look delivered straight to your door. Drizzly or Instacart with Drizzly or Instacart. I should say Coors brewing company, golden Colorado. And as always celebrate responsibly, um, so we're going to get to Oklahoma state on the other side of this thing, guys. All right. We're going to get to Oklahoma state to check out episode two here. Uh, as we, as we fire off with the rest of the big 12 on the college football experience, check out episode two. Coming right here.